Welcome to Dear Empath with Gus Baxter. On this weekly podcast, we discuss all things personal, spiritual, and professional growth and break down these philosophies into everyday language we can all understand. Let's walk on this journey together. On today's episode, I want to unpack comparative thought, specifically the experience of greed when comparing yourself to other people and the world around you. This emotional expression gets a very bad rap. In episode six, Exploring the Emotions, Fear, I introduced you to the concept of emotional valencing. This is a fancy way of saying that we ascribe good and bad labels to emotions. Happiness is good. Fear is bad. Excitement is good. Sadness is bad. Greed is considered a very bad emotion. It is tied with negative personality traits, negative past experiences, and bad overall energy. Even within the spiritual community, there is a rejection of greed. You may come across a similar idea like this one. If you are being truly grateful for everything in your life, then you should never feel the low vibration emotion of greed. Personally, I think that's a crock of shit. Concepts like these paint the human experience with a broad brush. It creates a sense of guilt and shame around feelings that are completely natural emotions. And it gives others a reason to look down on you. Let me be clear. Greed is a natural human emotion. When it is respected and used appropriately, it can teach us important lessons about how we relate to the world around us and the people in it. When greed is ignored, then we see negative traits like avarice take power. Today, Relax into this space, and let's walk through this often misunderstood emotional expression together and learn about the wonderful teachings of greed. Greed is a word that carries a lot of negativity. We look at some of the people in power in our respective nations and judge their decisions based on greed. Television and movies depict greed through corrupt bankers and soulless financiers who will do anything to further their own wealth. As situations unfold, these unsavory characters salivate over how it will benefit them, their eyes rolling back into giant green dollar signs. These depictions are a little extreme, but they do touch on a core truth. Greed expresses your relationship to the material world around you. This includes money, possessions, cars, clothes, anything of value, and anything that relates to status. When greed grows out of control, you may experience the sensation of never having enough. No matter the amount of designer handbags in your closet or bespoke suits hanging in your wardrobe, you still need more. Let's take this emotional expression one step back. Where does this need for more come from? Greed expresses a simple idea. 
I need X. For many of us, our more basic needs are satisfied. We have food, clean water, a place to live, security. So greed turns to material things. Greed says, I need that new car. I need a Rolex watch. I need a new green iMac. Sometimes, this can be a visceral experience, where we feel physically drawn to these items. When you feel the pull of greed, ask it, why do we need this? Greed doesn't always have a profound answer. Oftentimes, you may conclude that you just want it. And here is where the bulk of us stop. We stop asking questions. We stop digging deeper. We decide that just wanting this is not legitimate, and we cast this emotion aside. Today, we are going to go deeper. What often underlies greed is fear. If I don't get X, then Y will happen. As we have discussed, many of your basal needs are satisfied. So what's left is social. If I don't get a new car this year, then I will be the only one in the neighborhood with an old car. This may sound silly to some, but to greed, this social status is important. And there is fear behind this. If you don't get this new car, and you are the only person with an old car in the neighborhood, then you may lose the respect of your neighbors. Whether this is true or not is irrelevant. This is the message greed is expressing to you. When you come up against greed in your own life, ask greed, why do we need X? No matter the response, follow that up with, what will happen if we don't get X? When you have this information, you can look more objectively at the situation. Let's use the new IMAX as an example. I have seen ad after ad for these new computers, so they're at the top of my mind. You see these beautiful new desktop Macs in their fancy new colors, and you need one. Greed is screaming, we need this! Although your initial thought may be to silence that scream, and even chastise yourself for thinking that, I challenge you to ask this greed, why do we need this new iMac? You may conclude that you love the look of this machine, and you want to spruce up your space with some new tech. You may conclude that you just want it. That's wonderful. These answers, the conclusions you draw from asking these questions, are not meant to be judged. This is how you feel. Now you ask greed the question of fear. What will happen if I don't get this new iMac? Greed may answer that your work will suffer and you won't be as productive. Greed may bring up the age of your current computer and the desire for a faster processor. Now explore this feeling with objectivity. Will this new item help you succeed? What is your current setup like? Is it worth an upgrade? Do you have the finances to afford this? If you do want this, how can you budget your finances to afford this? Greed is alerting you 
to a perceived imbalance. Greed is saying, hey, something's not right here. Do we have everything that we need? This emotional response can be easily misunderstood because it's not overly complicated. Its information is sitting right at the top. Greed expresses the fear that you may not be safe without a certain thing. It's a basic human expression that has kept us alive for the last 200,000 years. When we listen to the voice of our greed, we can connect with that deepest part of ourselves who is concerned with our survival. I imagine greed like a toddler. Greed doesn't know any better. It sees an imbalance, someone has something that you don't have, and immediately decides, we need that. We need that because we don't have it. It is through treating this emotional expression with respect and love that you can explore how true that statement really is. Now, this empathic exploration of greed does not mean that you should be comfortable with whatever you have and never want for anything else. No, I want you to want for more. When you listen to the voice of greed, you can express it in a healthy way. You want that new couch or big screen TV? Get it. You want to make more money and get that new promotion? Go for it. Run through the questions I talked about in this episode and take the time to objectively explore these feelings. Remember that emotions are powerful messages for us to hear, but you always retain the final say. I wish you luck in exploring your greed. Challenge yourself to look at greed with love and kindness. Challenge the guilt or shame you may feel when you experience greed. Emotions are never good or bad. They are only messages. I am so proud of you. Talk to you next week. Dear Empath with Gus Baxter is a product of Atlas Readings, LLC. You can find out more information at www.atlasreadings.com or at patreon.com slash atlasreadings.